0: this is the hollywood raw podcast hosted by entertainment veteran dax holt and street journalist adam Glynn.
1: welcome to the hollywood raw podcast top 10 stories of the week my name is adam Glynn. joined joining me is my pal <laughs> dax holt on the other side of the country how
0: are you sir i'm good it is rainy 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 out here in california right now we're getting hit with a I don't know, winter cyclone or something. I don't even know what the hell it is, but it is non-stop pouring rain right now. Okay. Do you I enjoy like it? Because you guys a, don't get yeah. what we, we don't get rain a lot, so it's like kind of fun to get hit just by pouring rain.
1: That's cool. That's cool. Well, listen, this was a fun week of entertainment news. We're gonna get to the top 10 stories of the week before we get to that. Re read your reviews. Yes, yes. If you go to like iTunes or if you go to a podcast app on Apple, put in Hollywood Raw if you go all the way to the bottom. Say a few kind words, five stars. We'll actually read your review live on air. Dax, do you have some reviews ready for us?
0: I got some reviews. I'm going to read two today. You know why, Adam? I've almost read through all 700 reviews at this point, And that we need some new reviews and... I'm going to run out soon, so I'm going to read two now so we don't run out. All right. So I got uh, this one. This one comes from uh, Real Ryan S. Five stars. My listening is complete. Great show, gents. I work all over the country in your show, along with Beyond the Blinds and Fluently Forward, are my loyal travel companions, a lifelong pop culture enthusiast. Your intel and interviews are seriously some of the juiciest bits of info around. Thanks, guys. Thank you, real Ryan. Thank you, Ryan. Keep, keep listening to us. Yeah, we're doing this for you guys, so we appreciate it. All right. Next one. This one comes from Billy Eilish Fan Dudes. Five stars, new fave, love the casual banter, and insider entertainment info. Quick, Billie easy, Eilish. love it. Thank you. Billy Eilish Fan Dudes.
1: Again, guys, keep if you haven't done a review, please do it. It's the best thing to do to support us. Now on to the top ten stories of the week, starting with number ten. Dax, what's number ten?
0: Number 10, Kristen Cavallari and Tyler Cameron are caught getting all cozy at a New Year's Eve party. Uh, You know, there are some rumblings that these two might be together. Obviously, Kristen, former Hill star, and Tyler Cameron uh, from The Bachelorette fame. Uh, They were hanging out at New Year's Eve um, with Kristen Bristow and Jason Tartik. And uh, is that how you say his name? Caitlin
1: Bristow and Jason Tartik, yeah.
0: Hartick. All right. Uh, There's a bunch of photos of them partying. And then you kept seeing like Kristen and and Tyler snuggling up in the background of some videos. So clearly they are officially kind of going public with this relationship. And, you know, she was... um, previously married um they met actually because they were doing a photo shoot together for her jean company or i'm sorry her jewelry brand uncommon james um and they did this like whole photo shoot where they were seen kissing and paparazzi caught them kissing and so it, it turned into like a really big deal even though it was just for the brand well it's um during uh and like someone was talking to her on uh, back to the beach about it and she said oh we hired cameron just to get press and it totally worked but it seemed like that kiss on set had kind of uh, blossomed into something more so um uh, they seem to be a new couple
1: yeah uh i don't know first of all caitlin Br- uh caitlin burst jason tartick i don't know if tyler and Kristen cavalieri are upset with them for because like the post jason was the one who posted on his instagram story and you clearly see them getting kind of like hey like getting a little touchy-feely with each other so i don't know if they would get pissed at jason because jason knew what he was doing when he posted that Mm -hmm. you know he knew he was gonna get some clout from doing that with that said
0: and he was also asking cameron in the videos like what's your like relationship status, you know, yeah. like he was clearly baiting them into kind of going public at this point.
1: Yeah. I mean, um, but yet again, I don't know. if Kristen and Tyler minded that um, I Kristen, so. I would say is one of the prettiest celebrities I've seen in person. Uh, oh yeah. I, yeah. I would say she was gorgeous. When I, every time I seen her, I'm like, she's one of those people when she walks into a room, she like doesn't necessarily take your breath away. Like Miranda Kerr. Like Miranda Kerr mm-hmm. is like an avatar, but Kristen Cavalier is like everyone. Like eyes go towards her; like she draws attention. Does that make
0: sense? Yeah. No, I've met her twice before. I met her once at a red carpet, and then once uh, ran into her at like Third Street Promenade in Santa Monica. Uh, very, very nice person. Both times.
1: Yeah. Very cool. I mean, listen. If they're happy, I'm happy. Um, but Jason Tartik knew what he was doing in this, and he knew he was going to get some. Um, views on his Instagram story like it was just it was but maybe
0: maybe it's kind of a relief I think at sometimes when it's just like oh finally like just make it public already we, we don't have to keep hiding out like just let it go public
1: but unless Jason was in on it and they allowed Jason to do that I thought it was kind of weird on his part because they're kind of like He support. got some yeah. clout. I know all right number nine
0: uh James Corden explains why leaving the late late show Was an easy decision for him, which I'm kind of surprised to hear. But he did the Drew Barrymore show on uh, on the second, and uh, you know talked all about what his kind of plans are next. And he kind of always says. The Late Late Show was not his final destination. He he says that this was just kind of a launching board to get people to really know him so that he could do more projects. And I, I think he's always looked at it as like, I'm going to come into the world, um, well, into the U.S. because people knew him over in the U.K., but people didn't really know him in the U.S. And so it was his introduction to the U.S. And I think that he wants to get into more movies and more things things. And he doesn't want to take away his time from his family. You know, he's got a couple young kids, I think three young kids, an 11 year old, eight year old and a five year old. And the more projects he does on the side of doing the late, late show, it just takes him away from his family. So he's like, I've got all these things I want to do. And I don't want to be away from my family. So something has to give and that what has to give is the late, late show. Um, But he loves it. He was becoming kind of visibly emotional while he was talking to Drew Barrymore about it. He says, "I love it, but the truth is, it became very easy decision because I always knew it was an adventure, and I never ever considered it to be my final destination." So there you go. He will be. Um, he says he'll be a mess on the last show. He says he's going to cry his eyes off. Um, and he signed a one-year extension to his contract, so you know it's it's coming up pretty quickly. It looks like April twenty-eighth will be his uh, his last show. What's funny is I have legit never once watched his show on CBS at night. I've only watched his show on YouTube. Isn't that crazy?
1: I've watched his show like briefly. Like I don't watch any of those shows because you don't there's no takeaways from the shows. They're not real interviews. They're just they're nothing. Um but mm-hmm. with that said I thought he did do a good job um, with what he had. I mean, he was one of those guys where he's almost, in my opinion, just like a Jimmy Fallon. Like He was a guy that celebrities want to go on and just have fun with, and they waited for him to kind of have fun. He was just like a likable guy. However, I feel like with the more recent news that you saw this past year, you saw that maybe that James Corden that you see on TV is not the guy you see in person, and he's been doing a really um, big job of trying to kind of redeem himself in sort of that I'm a good guy category. You know, and when I mean recent news, there was a story about him at the restaurant Balthazar where he had a bad experience, and um, you know, people kind of thought, "Oh man, this guy is a little bit of an angry guy." Um,
0: but yeah, but you can't blame one event no to characterize someone. No, though.
1: not at all, not at all. But I, you know, I don't. I knew I shouldn't say I knew, but. Based on from what I knew from James Corden, it sounds about right that this wasn't his full out dream. It's I felt like this job kind of landed in his lap and he mm-hmm. wound up being pretty good at it as far as like a like old person to sit on the couch.
0: Good. I feel yeah. like he he came here and he he exploded on the late night. You know, he, he yeah. didn't even have the primetime spot. He had the after the primetime show. You know what I'm saying? But everyone knew about Carpool Karaoke and all the things he was doing because. He really utilized social media and YouTube to its fullest. And again, I, I commend him. Never watched it once on television, only through social media. And I became a big fan of his show, having never seen it on television.
1: He was in that movie with Mark Ruffalo and um, Kira Knightley. It was about these musicians in New York. He had a small part. He was Kiera Knightley's friend. You ever see that? It was a. Mm. Oh, I don't know. It was a really good movie um but yeah i think that was his goal like he this, he's an actor you know and it just kind of this job fell in his lap you know he had a good run and the now on to the of, next.
0: i mean w- the amount of voiceover movies he's done i feel like every movie that comes out i'm like oh there's james corden's voice like yeah. it's so recognizable does so many and when you have young kids you know they're seeing all these movies like um peter rabbit and this and that but uh, he does so much man yeah
1: anyway, all right <laughs> number
0: all right let's let it continue with lenny hotstein and his (laughs) wife lisa hotstein it seems like the drum what is it
1: every week every day there is them back and forth
0: my god well he is now accusing his estranged wife of abuse uh he is a i mean this is kind of a shocking turn of events between their very public divorce uh he said lisa treated me like a servant um and that she refused to help me with the smallest request yelled at me on a weekly if not daily basis established a life completely away from me stayed out partying when i was home criticized everything i did except working hard shoved her friends who i disliked down my throat embarrassed me in public in front of my friends and refused to do anything with me um so this goes on if if you guys have been following this drama you know, she basically is claiming that she was blindsided by this divorce. He, on the other hand, has said, this is, this has not been a blindsiding. We have been very unhappy for a long time. I've talked about divorce. We just never did it. Um, And, and he's like, I was done. I was ready to move on. He already has a new girlfriend, Catherine, um, who, uh, before leaving, like, uh, Lisa, after 12 years of marriage, accused Reality Star of doing what she did, and basically, there's just cheating all around, is what it sounds like.
1: Yeah, um, he's, these are two people that are known to go out and enjoy the Miami nightlife. You know, this is what I do know. Uh, I'm actually in Miami right now, and it's funny. I had a tip on him the other night, and he, from I was talking to a, a um, Miami paparazzi. These are two people that like going out and enjoying the uh, the bright kind of flamboyant Miami nightlife and restaurants and being in the scene, the Miami scene. I, from what I heard, cause I asked the Miami paparazzi how they are and they said they're both nice. And I said, well, we were waiting on a tip for him. We had a tip on him. And they said that Lenny's like, kind of like just is not into it right now. Like he just wants to kind of live his life. So I kind of, think this statement is sort of factual because this came from the paparazzi who's been working on him and they noticed a difference in his personality where he's like, dude, I just want to kind of move on. And I think obviously he's the one that has the the money. He's a very famed plastic surgeon. He lives in Star Island here in Miami. Like he's one of those guys where he's like, I don't need the fame as much. I got the little bit of fame. I have the money. I'm just trying to move on. And um, I,
0: I got to imagine this doesn't help business for him. Like constantly being all over the tabloids and in them and in the different blogs like this is not got to be big for business
1: yes but you know based on his portfolio based on his record based on his wealth that he's done a good job and people come back to him and people like to go to surgeons that they sort of know that i mean it's kind of like a bragging thing like oh i went to lenny like you know from real housewives of miami they rather i think some people rather you know obviously he has a good track record he's He's proven to be successful, and now he's a name. And I think it becomes that kind of like, oh, this is who I went to. This is who did my procedure. So,
0: I, know. I don't know. By the way, how, how beautiful is this new girlfriend? Damn.
1: Dude, I mean, this guy, his home runs every single time. But he's, <laughs> he's, he's pretty good. All right, number seven.
0: Uh, number seven, Todd Chrisley denying an affair with his former business associate, who's a man. Uh, And shutting down claims about his sexuality. I mean, listen, this has always been that lingering question in the back of people's minds. (laughs) Do you not agree? Um, So here's the thing. So he went on his uh, son's podcast um, and started opening up. It's called... uh, Chrisley Confessions. Um, well, I guess it's his podcast, too. He co-hosts with his son, Chase. Um, and they they did this podcast on the 28th. And they were talking all about Mark Bradrick, Bradrick's, Braddock's ac- accusations that they had an affair. So he said, what insulted me the most is that out of all these 54 years, for me to finally be accused of being with a man, it would be someone who looked like Mark <laughs> referring to uh what a toad and ugly person he is he goes a toad someone that looks like a thumb someone who's only had sex with his wife and me uh and then he added let me tell you something i could understand if you've had sex with me you would <laughs> i would make you crazy i get that um there have been many who have been dick <laughs> by your daddy mised by yeah. your daddy, Jesus Christ! <laughs> mm-hmm. I, this, Todd Chrisley is like literally the last person I want to hear talking about. Yeah, this right. Stuff. <laughs> it's so awkward. Um, it's so awkward. Like the whole thing. Like even him joking about it. It's I. I don't know. It, there's a part of me that I'm like, but did you?
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, um, it did make you question, and I just. I, I'm I think this Tyler uh, Todd I'm sorry Todd Christie is going to use it you know the last few weeks until he goes in to his full like he's gotta make money now. He he owes money. So you need to put your name out there to pay off your debt. So I don't know. I'm curious if he's gonna write a book. I'm curious obviously he's gonna probably charge around to do it, you know, look around to do interviews and get paid for interviews um i thought it was a pretty funny statement that's how that's how he responded i think we've all questioned todd about what he's into for a long time
0: yeah but uh
1: (laughs) yeah i mean i could see him doing it this is my prediction you know i'm just throwing it out there todd goes and does some crazy interview for money and says some crazy statement and then an outlet has to pay for it but the problem is i don't know if outlets are paying for interviews anymore They used to.
0: But he probably does it after he gets out, right?
1: Uh, He might do. Because I don't know. That
0: money that he makes, does that then go, you know, does that get wrapped into all of this thing? Because, I mean, keep keep in mind he was found guilty on tax evasion, bank and wire fraud, conspiracy. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't know how the financial works. But yet again, he still owes money. And um, are we going to care in 10 years when he gets out?
0: nope
1: <laughs> so make your money no, now people
0: will people will I'm, yeah you know, but it's, it's gonna i think don't want to hear gonna, how it went there's,
1: there's gonna be a lot of reality stars that kind of come in the next 10 years you know todd Crisley is gonna be 40 you know it's gonna be so far in the past it's like oh remember him all right let's move on from todd number six dex
0: uh, number six, Steven Tyler will no longer perform at the Power of Love Gala due to health issues is what they're saying. He was removed from the event's ads. But here's the thing. Mm. He was recently accused of sexually assaulting a 16-year-old girl back in the 1970s. Um, if you've seen this story pop up, uh, basically there was a law in California that allowed people to come forward Um and that, that window of opportunity closed on December 31st. And so this came forward before that, like, window of opportunity for old lawsuits to come forward um, closed. Um, and so, it, you know, I was reading through this whole story. So this woman, it, when the lawsuit was filed, was under Jane Doe and said that when I was 16 years old, um, you know, he, he used his influence, his power, his money, and, oh, you know, got me – On booze and all this kind of stuff, and made me get an abortion. And what's crazy is that he talked about this in his memoir. Did you know that?
1: I did not know that.
0: He wrote about this relation, this three-year-long relationship that he had with a 16-year-old girl when he was 23 at the time and talked all about that she did get pregnant. He didn't talk about the abortion, but talked about having this relationship with an underage woman or I'm sorry, an underage girl. And so I'm like, oh, damn, he literally like put it all out there and now she's suing him for it. And I, I got to imagine that this one will go through because he's already acknowledged it. So he didn't, um, you know, he didn't say her name in the book back then, I don't believe, or, or gave her a fake name. Um, but this this woman now is coming forward and, uh, you know, she's she's dealt with the aftermath for many, many years. I mean, uh, she's been a an advocate for, um, I think, like against abortion because she was forced into an abortion. So now she has spoken out about it for many, many years, and I think it really messed with her.
1: Yeah, that's a pretty—to uh, be honest with you, Dax, I didn't know the the ins and outs of the story, especially that law that passed that people could come forward before the end of the year. I don't know how this— It was like a three-year
0: window or something, and it just closed, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's wild. Um I don't know how this plays out i mean i have to imagine this thing settles out of court but it's yeah it's not good to uh the resume it just sucks i mean it's just a shitty situation i don't know there's yeah, i, I,
0: yeah. I the, the woman's name is julia she um i guess she's spoken about it uh, a couple times in the past but this one you know so so when i when i talk about the power of love gala and it's health issues. I don't think it's health issues. <laughs> I think that they basically said, uh, thank you, Stephen, but we no longer would like you here. We don't want to give you an award with this going on. So I think health issues is literally just a cover up for hey, oh, yeah. this is all going on. You've got a sexual assault allegation against you. The last thing we need is for you to show up.
1: Yeah, totally agree. Um, makes sense. But he has had health issues. I mean, he did go to rehab not too long ago but i do think this there's a lot going on there and it's just it's not a good look for anybody and it's one of those things where let's just wait a little bit and see how this story unfolds i don't think it gets settled I, don't I think, think this is like going to this-
0: unfold well for him i honestly don't I, I think that if if he was willing to write about this in his memoir you've basically given any judge or jury a roadmap to exactly what you did and validating her claims.
1: But does this even go that far? Does this just get settled out of court?
0: Yeah, maybe you're right.
1: Yeah. (laughs) All right, number
0: five. Uh, number five, Ashley Olson, she gets married. Uh, this was a surprise. Um, Ashley Olson and her longtime boyfriend, uh, Elsner Eisner, uh, they had a secret Beverly, a uh, Bel Air home ceremony. Um, they've been together for five years and, um, I don't, I don't even know if her sisters were there. I, I, am assuming they were, they didn't really have too many details other than it was like a super small private event, 50 people. Like in total, you know, the Olsons have obviously been very, very private most of their life, um, and so no surprise that no one knew about this wedding until after the fact. Um, but I'm, I'm happy for her. Um, I, I've, I've always really liked the Olsen twins, <laughs> even though they are weird and bizarre and like reclusive. Um, but um, I like that she got married on her own terms.
1: Yeah, I think it's, it's hard to have a secret wedding these days, and they're able to pull it off. I, you know, this is just a random story because there's not much to say about Ashley Olsen getting married. Congratulations. But I ran into the, about a month ago, I ran into, remember Mary Kate Olsen, her sister, her twin sister.
0: Do was I, ma- I remember her? Was that well, a joke?
1: Well, do you remember when she was married or was she married or dating Yeah, that the French Olivier guy? Sarkozy. Yeah. yeah. Remember that guy? Yeah.
0: <laughs> telling you dude I used to be obsessed with these two I used to be able to be the only one inside the TMZ newsroom that could tell them apart like you could show me any photo past present of them <laughs> and I could be like that one's Mary Kate that one's Ashley I had this weird like I could tell them apart.
1: so no I ran else. I ran into him outside of Nick's game recently and I kept looking at this guy's like how do I know this guy and he comes out and he's French he's like smoking cigarettes and he comes out with this younger girl not like Olsen twin young but like I would say in mid 30s in the 30s. I don't know if it was low 30s or mid 40s or pretty and she was very much into him but he was just like not an attractive guy at all but like you could tell like a big smoker, he's French. And I just kept staring at this guy like man, this guy was married to an Olsen twin. I mean, he's obviously <laughs> filthy loaded, but still, yeah. it was just an interesting mix. To see That guy was married to Mary Kate Olson. It
0: didn't make sense. It was so weird. What a weird relationship. Yeah, weird. I never It was weird for him. It was
1: weird one. for her. I was like, what do you guys find attractive about each other? You know, <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah. All right. Number four.
0: All right. Let's get into this Jeremy Renner topic. You know, he was ran over by a snowplow. I, I got to admit, the first press release that they put out was so confusing. It was like a weather-related incident with a snowplow. No, no the dude got crushed by a snow cat. Like, what are you talking about? Like, he had an incident with a snowplow, not a weather related one. So he was he has been in really, really bad shape. But he did share the first photo from the hospital. I got it right here for people on YouTube, you can see it. Um, But basically, there was a 911 call that went out. And uh, what had happened was he was Uh, plowing the road for his neighbor and trying to get uh, one of his relatives cars out of the 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 driveway or the road and i guess he got out of the the snow plow it started to roll he went to jump back into it and it literally crushed him ran him over um but so like Really, really bad. Like, cr- completely crushed one of his rib, um, his chest. He had trouble breathing. They had to airlift him from his home to the hospital, um, and so he was in really, really bad shape. His chest was collapsed, and his upper torso was crushed, is what they said in the 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 report. So um, he is very lucky to be alive right now.
1: Yeah, he's been documenting his his journey to kind of recovering right now, and which is kind of nice. It's kind of it's good to see him in good spirits. It's like it's, you know, he he. I guess he posted videos of him in the shower now, like not in the shower completely, like but he's getting bathed and getting the recovery. So he seems like mentally, like he he's just. He's there. He's just his body's healing. So it's just nice that he's kind of keeping everybody in the loop and thanking everyone for the well wishes. I think it when it first happened, we were all confused of like, what are you talking about? How does this something like this happen? But it's a it's a Have very seen weird...
0: like the machine. It This is not a little like like little riding snow plow. Like this is a heavy duty, massive machine with like kind of like tank like wheels you know like with big I don't know what you call those things but like rolling straps that he got caught under
1: it's such a random kind of like what the hell kind of accident it's just so kind of like it sucks it's shitty however I I, you know it's good to see that Jeremy Renner is like you know he's just he's documenting himself getting better like guys you know like I'm I'm getting there like I'm mentally I'm okay You know, my ego might be hurt, but physically my body needs to recover. So he's been good and kind of documenting that. Hope he gets better. All right, Dax, number three.
0: Uh, Number three, TLC's Chili and Matthew Lawrence are dating – um, this one kind of came out of nowhere, at least for me personally, I did not see the, these two hooking up. Uh, but, um, uh, the two of them kind of officially went public on social media. We knew that they've been hanging out for the last couple of months. Um, they became kind of romantically linked ahead of Thanksgiving. They were photographed on the beach in Hawaii back in August. Um, but remember he is kind of fresh off a divorce from one of our previous guests, Cheryl Burke, um, where, you know, we even asked her about their divorce and she was just like yeah it's, it's tough um but him and chili have um now kind of burst onto the scene uh chili's rep actually said i've been with chili since 2005 i've never seen her this in love uh and that they are really cute together and she is glowing um what are your thoughts on this
1: i mean chili's very attractive she looks great like, remember, we saw her not too long ago. We in, saw
0: her. Yeah, we saw her at uh, the music festival yeah, in Omaha.
1: Yeah, she looks fantastic. Uh, Matthew Lawrence is like sort of, he seems like a nice guy. I mean, I don't know him personally. I've never met him, but he seems like a nice guy based on, on social media. Cheryl Burke kind of uh, stirred the pot she a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, she shaded yeah, she, them. It's she,
0: she basically posted on social like that was fast. And that that's all she said, because there were some he was linked to her before their divorce was complete. However, they did say that they were only friends at that time. Um, It has developed into more since then, but they were only friends at that time. And so, no, she was in no way a part or the reason for his divorce from Cheryl.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what we're being told. But there's his side, there's her side, and there's the truth. Um, Well, the fact
0: that she said that was fast is one thing. I think if she would have said, told everyone that asshole has been cheating on me, like, I think it would have been different. But I think she's more like, shit, like we just got a divorce and you're already going public with someone new.
1: Listen, Cheryl Burke was on the podcast. Appreciate that she came on the podcast. However, my opinion is like she seems like she's a little tough um i think she's yep. been open about some of her issues that she's had over the years but it's not easy for a partner so i think um, i think
0: that was the number one thing that we got from the fans that listened to the, the episode was wow I uh, commend you guys for getting through that episode
1: <laughs> yeah yeah and i it's like i matthew's got to do what makes him happy he met someone that makes him happy He's got to do what he's got to do. He's got to worry about himself, you know, and I think it was weird that Cheryl kind of made it public like it it wasn't necessary. She could have just kept her mouth shut. But, you know, now we have to everyone has to kind of get that. She planted that scene in some people's head where, oh, it's poor Cheryl. But it's what about poor Matt? I mean, he's got to find his happiness, too. So. Happy they're together. Chili is a, a very attractive girl. I think it's a fun couple. If this happened in the 90s, we would have been going even crazier. Losing but,
0: uh, our minds.
1: Yeah. All right. Number two.
0: All right. TJ Holmes's wife says that she is disappointed by his, quote unquote, lack of discretion amid this whole divorce. So uh, Marley Feiberg, as her name, is speaking out for the first time amid this like whole divorce and the cheating scandal that has affected these gma3 anchors so she has put out a statement through her attorney to the daily mail saying Mar- marley's sole focus has remained on the overall best interest of her nine-year-old daughter to that end tj's attorney and i have been working toward together to move uh, their divorce forward privately expeditiously and amicably as possible the attorney added notwithstanding we continue to be disappointed by tj's lack of discretion respect and sensitivity towards marley and the party's uh, daughter so so it sounds like there. Marley's been touched by the outpouring of support and looks forward to new beginnings in the new year. You know, this. I, it was so funny when we first reported this story um, that the Daily Mail had broken. I knew it was going to be a big story. I didn't realize that it was going to be this big because not everyone watches GMA. Damn, the story has turned into one of the top talked about stories over the last like two months.
1: I think the interest of this story goes where like when you see the morning show people, the morning show hosts, Mm -hmm. I think the illusion is that we find them to be the most perfect people. Like they're they're married, they have kids, they're family, they're all happy. But realistically, we found out over the past years that they're not all happy. There's a lot of drama behind the morning show, which created the TV show, the morning show with Jennifer Aniston. Like there's a lot of um, false narrative. You know, the show seems very family friendly, but again, there's a lot of drama behind the scenes. Now these guys, this couple, TJ and Amy had an affair. Um, ABC wasn't aware of it, which when there is an internal affair at a corporation, you're supposed to let HR know that there's something going on, which they didn't. But again, there's so
0: many there's
1: so many levels to this story. Like, again, did one of the spouses hire a private investigator to kind of work on this story for a while? Because there were so many photos for so long. I mean, this story was brewing for such a long time that this was not just in my opinion, it wasn't just a paparazzi just catching them. This was a private investigator working on this story. Again, that's just my opinion. I could be wrong, but it's too much work for average paparazzi to kind of work on this stuff.
0: Um, I don't know. This was this, unless someone knew and like, you know, they got the tip, they started working on it, and it just like they knew it was going to blow up into what it has.
1: Yeah. I'll tell you one thing these guys like drinking during the day. They're always like having a drink during the day, TJ. But yet again, they're not hiding. Like TJ and Amy, like they're living their well, life. That, like, that I, was I, the only
0: time they couldn't. They could because they would go home to their spouses, the people they were married to at night. So yeah. the only time they had to drink was right after work they would go get a drink
1: yeah and it's interesting they you know now that their relationship is out there they're not hiding they went on vacation in miami they've been seen kissing and hugging they're visiting each, they're going to each other's places like it's out now the question is how is good morning america going to deal with it that's to be determined they haven't returned to the show but uh tj's i guess uh they're still married technically um there, she put out a statement saying, I wish he would have more respect for his daughter, which is a very tough statement to say. We'll see how the story un- uh, unravels.
0: Cool. All
1: right, Dax, All right. the number one story of the week.
0: Oh, you know, you. I love me a, Good royal story, and it just keeps getting messier and messier. Prince Harry uh, is now saying his brother physically attacked him, and this is all going down in that new autobiography, Spare. So um, uh, a portion of it was obtained by the Guardian. They have now been revealing little details. It sounds like that um, there was um, a, a little meeting that they had over at Kensington Palace Um kind of when everything was really getting rough and Prince Harry came over to, I'm sorry, Prince William came over to Harry's house and um, according to it, um, so let me, let me, let me find the exact quote here. He said that uh, when William arrived, Harry says his brother was already piping hot and then he called Megan difficult, rude and abrasive terms that, uh, you know, Harry says it uh, has been parroted through the press narrative about his wife. The two men started trading insults. Harry says William claimed he was trying to help and he shot back. Are you serious? Help me. Uh, that's when things got really bad, and he says that uh, that comment angered William, and that uh, that when it moved to the kitchen, he says that he gave his brother a glass of water, and that William set it down, the water um, called out his called him an, another name, and then came after him. He says it happened so fast that Harry was kind of like caught off guard. He grabbed me by the collar, ripped my necklace and knocked me to the floor. I landed on the dog's bowl, which cracked under my back and pieces cutting into me. I lay there for a moment, days, then I got up to my feet and told him to get out. Uh, Harry then continued to say his brother attempted to taunt him into fighting back. He refused. And that's when William left. And then he returned looking regretful and apologized and then said, basically, you don't need to tell Megan about this. Well, That's not the only thing that he is claiming. There is another story saying that, uh, uh, also in this book, saying that William and Kate convinced him to wear that notorious nazi costume so another part of this book he says that uh he wasn't really sure if he was going to wear um a pilot uniform or a nazi outfit to this native and colonial theme soiree in london um and so he phoned up kate and william to get their opinions he said uh, the quote was i phoned up willie and kate Asked them what they thought. Nazi uniform. They said, yeah. and then I guess he went over to their house to when they before going to the party. And he said they both started howling, um, thinking it was the funniest thing ever. Anyway, someone obviously took a picture in the party, and you know the rest of the story. He got just crucified for wearing that Nazi outfit. Um, but basically, saying it was one of the biggest mistakes of his life. But now, kind of pointing the blame to. They were the ones that encouraged me to wear it, and I took the heat for it. And I, I never told anyone else. What are your thoughts?
1: Ooh, man, that is uh, that stuff. That is uh, that is some statements. I mean, this book is going to be. It's not going to help out the relationship between him and his brother. <laughs> I mean, not at all. Is it? I mean, it, it's just to it's be going that there's a, a, f- a road to say that there's a physical fight, and we're just learning about this now is wild and i'm just curious how william responds to this book and responds to harry like he's gonna have to address it and we'll find out the I truth think,
0: so here so what i'm gathering from the royal family is publicly they will say no comment or that's his version of history or whatever and and make it very pc on the the top what harry is saying is what they'll do is then start leaking out all the negative stories behind the scenes as a smear campaign against him and that's what he keeps like fighting about he's a, and i think you know he gets this rap of he's the whiner he's the the one screaming at the top of his lungs but he's up against a big institution here that makes him look really bad and i i've already seen i went onto to twitter yesterday and it's like people are just destroying him and Megan. And it's like all this whole narrative that the the palace puts out, it works. People go after every single thing that Harry and Megan say, because that's what the palace wants. I don't know. Um, you know, there's a lot of obviously people that can't stand them. A lot of people that love them. I stand with, I think they're telling the truth. I think that they are trying to get their side out, but they're being muted and constantly, you know, their reputations trashed that they can't even get out the truth anymore. No one wants – No, most people are just trying to tell them to shut up.
1: So here's my only – here's my question with this. Prince Harry and Meghan have kept saying we just want a private life. We just want to live our life privately. But I feel like they keep making stuff public,
0: which brings – I I don't think – I think that what they they want is their story told, and as crazy, like people don't want to believe their story because it is so bizarre. You wouldn't picture Prince William attacking Harry. You don't picture there being racism inside the palace. But I think they're like, guys, our life is not what everyone thinks it is. There's a reason we left. They're they're still trying to make people understand their motives for stepping out of the royal family because no one wants to believe that because everyone wants it to be a fairy tale and every person out there wants to be a king, a king or a king, a a queen, a princess, you know, like people want that. And so you're ruining this like ideal fantasy for so many people that they can't understand why they would do it.
1: Yeah. Uh Man, it is just a wild story. I'm waiting for how William's going to address it now. And I'm curious, you know, based on what you said, Dex, if that's how the PR of the institution, you know, uh, is going to deal with this story. If they're going to just kind of put out their own narrative saying it's, you know, we're trying to keep it internally, all issues, that we have no comment. That's his recollection of the past. I'm curious how they respond. And I think it's just a waiting like game said, at this point. But it's just a wild 99% thing. 99
0: sure they will s- publicly say you know whatever they need to, which makes them look good, and then leak out 75 more stories saying how they're horrible people, and to continue this hatred tr- towards Harry and Meghan. That's really what it'll come down to. I'm also
1: curious how many books this guy sells.
0: I think he's going to sell a shit ton of books. Do you think
1: it's the big? <laughs> I mean, do you think it's the biggest book of the year?
0: Oh, yeah. That's going to be huge. Well, it's only like it's 15 days
1: into the year. So he's got, you know, not that much. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, guys, thank you for listening to the top 10 stories of the week. Make sure you guys leave us a, re- a review. It's the best thing you do to support us. And we give you a little shout out on the air. Follow us on Instagram at Hollywood Raw Pod. We're also on TikTok, Facebook. We have this private Facebook group called Off the Record where we get to communicate with you. You guys get to communicate with each other and just have this really good interactions and just kind of have this really cool entertainment news community uh follow me at, at adam glenn fall dax holt at, at dax holt we'll see you guys next time
0: bye a hood media production